from the streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle! Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of the Kings of the North. Home of the AFC champions. Home of the team who will be playing in the Super Bowl in four freaking days. The Cincinnati Bengals. I cannot wait. Okay. I've still got four days to go. <laughs> but hey, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,490 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of them. Now, if you guys are watching on Twitter or Facebook, especially Twitter, because Twitter, I, I hit over 2,000 followers on twitter which is awesome i appreciate that and you watch it on twitter which is cool 
or you watch on Facebook, that's cool too. But can you do me a favor and go to my YouTube channel and subscribe there? It's Sports with Strawberry Ice. It's on YouTube. Hit the subscription button. Hit the, hit the bell for the notification. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. It costs you nothing. Just helps me out. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat, we're doing Super Chats. So if you want to make sure your comment gets read or just want to support what I'm doing, give me a Super Chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. Like I said, we are four days away from the Super Bowl. I cannot wait. It's been a very, very fun year. Awesome football season. I mean, two of the things that I helped promote have actually took taken off, which is awesome. I, I love it. The Jack by Joey stuff is taking off. Um, the Stripes video, the Stripes song, you know, that I play at the beginning of the uh, show every day. It's taken off. I don't know. They've got a ton of downloads. They got interviewed on Channel 9, which is awesome. And like I said, the Jackpot Joey stuff has even made it all the way to Boomer Esiason. Now, this is Boomer's uh, morning show, Boomer and Geo. Uh, you guys can watch it. It's a New York-based show. But if you have CBS Sports Network, uh, it's on there. And on Friday, Boomer and Geo are supposed to be wearing their Jackpot Joey stuff. So they are in support of the Jackpot Joey gear. They love it. And it's it's really cool that all this stuff is happening for things that I help promote. I'm very excited about it. Now, I have to give a shout out to my boy, Zim, who's come on the show multiple times. He's on the Orange and Black, or excuse me, I would do that every time. Orange is the new Black Insider Podcast. His son, he sent me this video of his son enjoying his Jackpot Joey stuff. So I got I to gotta check it out. And I'm, I'm, I hope I'm, Say his name right. It is. Oh, I got lucky because he just texted me to make sure I said it right. It is Uzi, as I think how you say it. Uzi. And if I said it wrong, Zim, I apologize. But Uzi, here's a shout out to you because I love this video. Check it out. Jetpack Joey. Jetpack Joey. <laughs> He's a cute kid. That's awesome. He's all into the Jackpot Joey stuff. I love it. So what's up to everybody in chat? Jim, Brandon, Samuel, William. I think Crown's in there. That's awesome. I I appreciate all you guys being in there. And I want to give a shout out again to my man, Zim. And I'll put his stuff in there. This is the link to his website that you guys can check out. If you guys are interested in uh, a whole lot of orange or any of that stuff, check out Zim. He's got uh, the Burrow Babies collection and all that stuff. So check him out. Uh, it's some really cool stuff. Ace is also, I think his stuff is on there. I'm not sure. Ace might be on a, a different site, but I know this is Zim's. But check their stuff out. It is awesome. Oh, yeah, Crown. My bad, Crown. Sorry, sorry, Crown. I'm sorry. I, I didn't I didn't mention you. There you go, Crown. You're, you're in here, too. So, anyway, like I said, four days away from Super Bowl 56. Now, the I, I got this from Mo Egger. He tweeted this out. I guess he was on some radio show out in California or something. And this guy is talking about how great the story of the Los Angeles Rams are. And that's the story that everybody should be talking about and how the NFL does not want the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl, which I think is complete bull bleep. The Cincinnati Bengals have a much better story than the Los Angeles Rams or the St. Louis Rams or whatever you want to call them, you know, because they keep moving around. The Bengals won four games last year. Zach Taylor is 625 and one. 
We know all this stuff. So, figure I'd bring you on my boy, Josh from Back Row Bengals, and we can discuss this and all things Bengals. Josh, what is up, brother? Just number one, number one, one of the greatest things that I've seen, I I don't think we've mentioned yet, is the fact that many of the Bengals community and the Bengals Twitter community that you and I know very well and know as friends are winning and they're doing a lot of great things. You talked about Ace and Zim. You talk about you you and Maddie doing Jackpot Joey. You talk about Tigress Talk. Uh, getting a sponsorship deal from uh, Birmingham Beat or I uh, Birmingham, I always uh, bring me horn or something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing the King of the North. You got Bengals Jim just absolutely exploding. Captain Obvious is all over the place. And it just, it warms my heart. And, you know, it just, it shows how important sports is to this city. And it shows how important uh, winning is to this city. And when something like that fan rally comes around, where we have 30,000 people in the stands and it sells out in 20 minutes. And, you know, the Bengals, I think, did a great job and a great idea of making it free. I, I think that, that was easy, easy money. That was a great idea. Uh, but to show the difference between our pep rally, which was 30,000 strong in a stadium with a fireworks show and going absolutely insane. I was jumping on your back. Uh, we were going crazy. I about threw your back out. Uh, but to see it comparison to the Rams, in like a high school stadium in BFE that nobody really knows about. And they only had like what, like 300 people there. Yeah, or something they, they, like they only that. invited, they only like invited the season ticket holders. That's all they invited. <laughs> yeah. So again, so when you go back to years prior, when people are saying you got to sell the team, you got to sell the team, you got to sell the team, you know, you know, if they move, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. This is a year that shows how important that winning is. And it shows how important having a team where that they're bought in and they have guys like Joe Burrow and they have guys like, you know, they, they have a culture in that's winning and that adopts blue collar type of, um, you know, blue collar type of mentality. And it's just so important. It's amazing to watch the city of Cincinnati explode the way that it has. And, and it's awesome, dude. And it's like, like you said, all of us on Twitter or doing these podcasts or whatever, none of us are, against each other we're all hyping mm-hmm. each other up we're on each other's shows and don't forget about uh, uh orange, orange and black insider po- podcast yep, right because and john sharon um which anthony has got the opportunity he's out there well he lives out in la but he's actually a part of the the super bowl media he's i've mm-hmm. heard him on different press conferences where he's gotten to interview ask questions of joe burrow and and zach taylor and jamar chase and all these guys and i'm like that is awesome so mm-hmm. th- th- it's all because of one, the Bengals had a great year. Uh, you know, yeah. If the Bengals didn't have a great year, none of us would be happening. They had a right. great year. But it's also that we, it's a family. And that's what I've said about being a Bengals fan and being on, on in Bengals Twitter. It's all family, man. We all, there's mm. no there's no jealousy. There's no, no We're all pulling on the same thing. We want to the, want the Bengals to win the same Bowl, thing, Jeff. But, you know, pulling the same direction. How's that? Pulling yeah. pull the same direction. What a, yeah, you had to like go that. there, didn't you, Josh? Why would you even have me on if you didn't think I was going to go there? <laughs> like, then, then what was the point of bringing me on? But anyway, yeah, Jeff, you nail it on the head. Just we're, we're all in this together. And, you know, just years of not having this type of national recognition. And when we finally do and the attitudes don't change and the personalities don't change and nobody's bigger than what they think they are or, mm-hmm. you know, or what they mm-hmm. are. And everybody's so still down the earth. And I mean, you and I are all at Bengals gym tailgate a lot before the games and 
you know, he did a special with Kay Adams about yeah. the toy drive and he's all over the place. And then after that gets done, he walked over to you and me. He's like, man, that was really freaking cool. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm exactly. like, Oh my God. It's so, but it's so much fun. And you would talk about guys like Tony, the tiger going all over the place too. Right. But anytime mm -hmm. you go see him, he gives you a giant big old hug. He's got them weightlifting arms too. Yeah. So he, he squeezes you in real tight. So <laughs> and, you know, right there. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, it, it's, it's great to see. And then also it, it's great to have chats and do podcasts like go on yours and you have a very dedicated fan base that I love hearing comments from. And I love when they trash us or when they're agreeing with us because we're all watching the same thing and we're all in, in it for the same reason. I was talking with cap a little bit yesterday about how, you know, when we have been criticized, you know, criticizing the team and criticizing the organization, it all comes from usually a place of love for this team right. and a place right. of love for the city of Cincinnati and a, a dire need to win. And we've all, you know, suffered through it jim just uh schroeder just brought it up we've all suffered together so now when we celebrate together it's just that much sweeter and i do have my jackpot joey burrow hat on i obviously. see that i i, I yep. like that i like that well, a lot well, hopefully huh? hopefully i'm not done with stripe hype yet because then that because i do know that i will be working on wednesday when you know we get that big old fat ring on our finger absolutely so I do know man. that but so i'm breaking a little bit of rule but i'm on my own stuff so i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Nope. Fansider's not going to see this. I'm not, I'm not as big as you. I'm, I'm not on Fansider. I, you know, oh, I just do, do my own stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all, get to all, all the five people that have fucking read my – oh, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say the F word. <laughs> uh, all the five people that are, uh, you know, read my blogs, all my students. Sorry, by the way, if you guys heard that. Mr. Miller did not mean to say that. <laughs> There's lots of people reading your stuff. I read this all the time. <laughs> all right. You. Now, this, now, now yeah, I think this is really cool. Uh, Bridget goes here. Did you guys hear Gronk wants to play with Jackpot Joey? Mm -hmm. They asked him about, uh, asked him now that Brady is gone, who he would want to play for. He, he, he always said the Bengals. Now, people, people, there's been people on there saying, oh, Gronk is old. Gronk is this. But look, I, I'm not even going to even talk about if he should, could, if I want to get him or not. Mm -hmm. you know, of course, I would, you know, I'd say this. Yes, I would, yeah, if Gronk wants to play, but I, th I think Gronk's going to retire. The, but yep. my point is, that's the first guy of many. Many. In this offseason and the next offseasons to come that want to come to Cincinnati because of Jackpot Joey Burrow. Mm -hmm. So get used to it. We're going to hear yeah. lots of guys say they, they want to come here. Well, we kind of talked about it a little bit. And I, I do want to get specifically into Gronk himself because I do want to talk about like the actual logistics of how that could work and how I do think in the offseason, if Gronk is wanting to play, I do think the Bengals should make a push for him. And I do think that we could get him on a pretty team-friendly deal because, you know, and again, we'll get into that. But you talk about the free agencies now wanting to come and play for the Bengals and play for Jackpot Joey because they've understood that this is a, a culture that is embracing the grit, embracing the grind, embracing, you know, not the way that Urban Meyer embraces the grind, but embraces that mentality of, yeah, we do play in the toughest division in football. Yeah, we are going to have, you know, tough games. And yeah, we are going to have to grind out wins in a very physical style of play. But this is what winning does. This is what having a culture change does. And now we're going to really see it. And we we talked about, I mean, 44 million under the cap. I, mm -hmm. I mean, if we if we can get to if we can start next year with about 10 to 15 million under the cap, we are probably set up to go to the Super Bowl for the next five to seven years. I am. Oh, yes, we, we I'm we calling it. Oh yeah, we're we're Super Bowl contenders for the next five seven years. That that is that is definitely going to happen because I mean they're going to fix the offensive line. So I'm not, and that's the one 
gaping hole in this team. And they've mm-hmm. gotten to the Super Bowl with, with, you know, without fixing it. So yeah, they are right. just, just think how good it's going to be when they fix it. Now I want to get to uh, – real quick here. I want to get to Brandon's question. He said – uh, he said, where can you watch uh, AC interview Joey B? Well, the, the only thing is you have those Zoom calls that, you know, that they all do. They've been doing all day. I've, you got to watch the whole freaking Zoom call. It's on Facebook or it's on your Bengals app or whatever. And I don't know when he asked – he gets like one question. And Anthony asked a question to Joey B, and he asked one to, to Zach. So it wasn't an actual – one-on-one interview that AC had, but he got he was in there with the rest of the uh, media. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that's so, and that's so cool that like one one of us is 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 now starting to you know break away, and then that's what you just want to see. And you keep seeing guys that you know love this team have been doing it again, like you and I do it. Like we just kind of are just idiots on a microphone talking, <laughs> and we love it. But now we're starting to break through, and you know you just love you love seeing your team win, and that's not only just the the team itself but it's it's the community around it so i do want to go to a little bit of the rob gronkowski coming here next year because i think that's a very interesting uh aspect of this free agency so Mm -hmm. if gronk does want to come back and play one of the best things about gronk's game he might be one of the best tight ends in history is his red zone offense and, and how reliable he is inside of the red zone that is something that the Bengals have really really struggled with and it seems like that you know Gronk really fits that role and I love CJ Uzama and you know I'm I I, I tolerate Drew Sample but if you could double that up says CJ Uzama and Drew Sample if you could have CJ Uzama and Rob Gronkowski sorry I don't know who's stopping you at the tight end position yeah exactly and I don't I mean, know who's stopping like you. I said I, I mean I would love it I, I'm never gonna say no to to, to Gronk but I, I personally don't think he's going to play next year. I just don't think he's he's going to pl- play. To be honest, that's that's my personal opinion. I don't think Gronk yeah. is going to play again. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I, you know, I think that. Well, I, here's the thing: is that he, the Bengals, again next year have a legitimate, very legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl again. He yeah. might come back for a year to get one more ring. That's what I would say Absolutely. that Rob would do, and maybe that he can do that because of kind of how Brady and Belichick did. You know, they separated so that they can have their own legacies. Maybe Gronk wants to split away from Brady and have his own legacy for, you know, maybe getting a ring outside of having Tom Brady as his quarterback to show how versatile he is as a tight end target with any quarterback, let alone, you know, the GOAT. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we got – just let everybody know we got a Rams fan in the chat, so be nice to him. You know, it's it's all right. He, he he's he's thinks he's it's not all right, but you can come in here. Hey, come in. That's all, hey, I welcome everybody. You come in. They he said they retired Tom Brady. Yeah, okay, yeah. He retired after he played you. That's cool. I mean, Go Rams. You're gonna I win. Mean, having, Bowl, yeah. I mean, having seven Super Bowls. I I don't think there's much more he he can accomplish. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's like, I don't really think. I don't think him lo- losing to the Rams really had anything to do with him retiring. Yeah, right. It's like, like when that, but, the know. Undertaker retired after Brock Lesnar beat him. It's like Brock Lesnar didn't do that. The Undertaker's <laughs> like fifty. Like you think he can just keep taking. And like pile drivers Dude, over and over. The Undertaker, again. It, it, he comes up from the dead. Okay. He's a dead man. He, he still might make a comeback. Okay, Josh. He is on, he, I'm telling you, he's in the top five of all time athletes, and nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody <laughs> wants to talk about how dominant the Undertaker was. And we want to talk about showing up in prime time. The WrestleMania streak is the ultimate streak that will never be beaten. I think the only one that could be closest is Joe Burrow, because we talked about it a little bit before the show. Joe Burrow is seven and oh in playoff games. Seven and zero from college to the NFL. Seven and zero. That's not. That's not. You know. That's not nothing. And we 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 talk about. You know. Again, 
We talk about Justin Herbert's arm talent. We talk about Patrick Mahomes' ability to make a play. I want the ability to win in prime time and win when, the, when it matters and making the plays when it's the clutches. When you're not having the best day and when your offense isn't having the best day, but still going out and finding a way to get it done. You know, nine, get, taking nine sacks and getting back up ten times to throw that yeah. final pass to Jamar right. Chase to put us in field goal range is really where it matters. Yeah, Royal Flush Terry here has got a great comment. He said, ah, it's only 200 Rams fans, so we can tolerate one of them. <laughs> so, uh, Rams fan, I, I got a question. So, before the Rams moved to L.A., before they did, who was your favorite team? That, there you go. That's the that's the question I got for uh, our Clippers fan there. Yeah. I, I got to know. So, maybe when he pops up his name, His name's uh, Kyle. There you go. Kyle. He says, go Clippers, go Rams, go Kings, and go UCLA. Which, by the way, you, you took our coach again for, yeah, for the Bearcats. Jeez, yeah, but so you're, you're but welcome. Just The last know. time we went over to UCLA, I believe we were 4-0 and against them in both football and basketball. Something I like think. that, yeah. I think yeah, Cincinnati, it's the University of Cincinnati, Los Angeles, I believe now, right? <laughs> it, it's it's That's ours now. It's like kind of how it's like the University of Cincinnati, Florida, down in UCF. I, right, I right. Yeah, exactly. I believe we've already claimed that. So you kind of talk about the, the story of, of the Rams versus – I know I'm yeah, kind of taking yeah. your no, okay. position of the host. I I'm, I apologize about that. But you kind of talk <laughs> about the story. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. He says he doesn't care about football. But you're just getting a football podcast. Right, why are you you're on a football show? podcast? <laughs> Uh, not only not only a football podcast, the opposing team's football <laughs> podcast. I don't even do that. I don't do that. But I appreciate. But yeah, I appreciate hey, it though. Cool, man. I, you're welcome anytime. We got a Georgia fan in here. We talked Bearcats hey, the entire time he was here. That's Doggy. That's my boy. He, he yeah. He's become, he's become a Bengals fan. Hey, Kyle, man. Doggy was a Georgia. Or he's a Georgia fan. He's not a Cincinnati fan, but he's become a Bengals fan because he watches our show. Hey, Kyle. Stick around. We we might turn you into a Bengals Stick around, fan, man. man. <laughs> we have a good time, man. We're fun. We have we have a good time. It's fun. <laughs> so anyway, I messed you up. Go ahead. Hey, Talk about the Rams story and the versus the Bengals story. So one of the biggest things that that came up today uh, when Mo Egger was on, I believe Rob Peterson's uh, daytime show over in LA was the storylines that are going into this game. And now there's a ton of storylines you can go over, and, and none of them are are bad and none of them are are disinteresting the Rams storyline is very interesting this is their all-in year they threw a lot of money in free agency and then on the Bengals side I mean again we talked about it. I talked about it with Cap yesterday we love this and we and we love everything about this however we're not supposed to be here we right are not supposed to be here we no, just are we're, we're at least a year or two ahead of of what the expert said right yeah it's we are a year or two ahead, and I would say probably we are a year ahead. And we and we we called it before this year when we would have our pregame show, mm -hmm, our preseason mm -hmm. shows, yep. and we called it. We said like this is a year away. Like yeah, we're going to be competitive. We're calling. We called ten. And I seven. thought we make a play. I, th we call, I thought we had a shot to make it to playoffs. I did. Yeah, I really did, I really did think that. Yeah, I thought we if we could make it into the playoffs, we would win at least one playoff game. But then obviously playing t at Tennessee or playing at Kansas City or playing at Buffalo was going to be a very right. tall task for the, right. a team that got beat to the Jets. The freaking Jets, which I'm so angry at that still. Got beat to the Jets, got beat to the Bears. Like, yeah. But, exactly. but they've shown up, man, and, and they, they well, keep showing up. Well, I just want to get it to, to, to the story here. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, the, Ram, it's the Rams all-in year, which this isn't the first time they do, they did this. They did this the last time they went to 
the Super Bowl. They were they were all in and got, got a, a whole bunch of guys, mm-hmm. and and that's what they've done this year. You know, they they got uh, 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 Matthew Stafford. They got um, uh, I keep I always want to say Von Bell, but I, and I, that's because he's our our uh, Von Miller. Von Miller, thank you. They got Von Miller. They already had Aaron Donald, which Aaron Donald by far I think is. He could be the best player in football. I mean, honestly, I, I would he say could that. be. He could be. Um, yep. So it's their all in year, and yes, it's great that the NFC Championship game was in their home state or home stadium, and the Super Bowls in their home stadium. Which they're not the first team to do it. The Buccaneers did it last year, yep. as far as playing the Super Bowl. But the Bengals, Zach Taylor was six twenty five and one. We won four games last year. We have a crappy offensive line that everybody says we're going to get Joe Burrow killed. Jack Pick. Jackpot Joey Burrow's coming back from a knee injury. We got a rookie wide receiver who has destroyed the league. And this guy told Mo Egger that the NFL doesn't want the Bengals in the Super Bowl. He's freaking crazy in hell. Of course they want the Bengals. Of yeah. course they want Jackpot Joey Burrow. The youngest, the, look, if Joe Burrow wins, or excuse me, when Joe Burrow and the Bengals win the Super Bowl, he's going to be the first quarterback to win the Heisman, win a national uh, championship, and a Super Bowl. Nobody's done that. They'll be the first yeah. one. First so, one. Drew Brees is gone. Peyton Manning is gone. Tom Brady is gone. You don't think they want to promote a second-year quarterback mm-hmm. who, honestly, has this is the first year starting the entire year. First year starting the whole year, made it to the Super Bowl. You don't think they want to promote that? I mean, come on. They promote the hell out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I don't want to hear this small market crap because Pittsburgh is small market, too. If yeah. you win... And you can make the, the 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 NFL product interesting and fun and cool. And sorry, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and all these guys are pretty damn cool. They're going to promote you. So don't give yep. me this this that that they don't want. L.A. thinks L.A. fans think that they don't want uh, the Bengals. Everybody else in the yep. entire country is rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals. Barely yeah. any for the Rams. Yeah, and you know we we can talk offensive uh lot you know storylines for the, the Bengals all, all day long. I mean, there's there's plenty of them, but one of probably my favorite of the game is going to be the Bengals defense versus the Rams offense. I think that's going to be where it's the biggest. The the Bengals defense has shown time and time again that they're able to shut down top tier offenses. They've they did it, it against Kansas City twice. They they've mm-hmm. done it twice. Mm-hmm. And then they, they've done it all year. And then in the playoffs, when, again, where it matters the most, they come out and they make a gigantic play to end the game and have three games in a row in the playoffs where the defense ends their day mm-hmm. on an interception to give mm-hmm. the offense a chance to win. And one of them was to win the game. Then, I, I mean, I don't know how you look at this defense and you're like, oh, yeah, Matthew Stafford's going to tear him up. Like, I don't think there is. I've seen Matthew Stafford throw up some ducks, man. Oh, dude, they're, ducks. They're, I, I rewatched ducks. The, the, the game against the Sucky Niners, and there was one pla- pass. I don't know how Sucky in the world Niners the Sucky Niners, Niners did not intercept it. It should have been how are you, off. How are you? How are you? You you go with the Sucky Niners. You you really couldn't go with the Sixty Niners. Like that is so much funnier. Like come on, Jack. no, because they like, suck. Yeah, I know. And the other one they do too. Yeah, the other one they do too. Yeah, what are you talking about? It all means the same thing. It's anyway, I, it's anyway, anyway show, you're right. It's anyway, my you're show. Right. I call them Sucky Niners. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. But you're. But anyway, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Uh, and and you're you're dead on the money. I want. I'll put this up here. Haas is talking about. Uh, I love big wit, but Henderson has to put it on him the whole game. Uh, to where I'm at. Now, one thing I, mm-hmm. I, and I wish I would have got this video. Now, this was awesome. I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, I think it was Channel 9 here in Cincinnati tweeted out a video of, of Witt's wife and family jumping up and down and cheering. 
And you're like, oh, that's probably when the Rams, you know, won the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And then they pan out to to SoFi Stadium, and there's no game going on. Well, they come back to the, to the TV. They're watching the Bengals. <laughs> the Whitworths are ecstatic that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, which I, mm-hmm. I mean, I love Wit. I mean, I, I love Wit. Yeah, I, I think Wit. I don't think Wit ever wanted to leave. I mean, I, it was a huge mistake. He didn't. Yeah, yeah, on the Bengals' part by for letting mm-hmm. him go. Mm-hmm. I love Andrew Whitworth. He is one of my all time favorite Bengals. But yes, I agree with Haas. Henderson has got to wear him out. There, there's the last time Henderson uh, went against him, he was with the Saints, and I think it was two years ago. He had a sack, and they, I think uh, Witt gave up like five pressures. So there's a chance that Henderson can ball out in this, but Witt is <laughs> still a good offensive lineman. So I love Witt. I hate that I have to root against him, but I, I don't know if you guys saw that video. That video was awesome. We're going to really find out how good Trey Hendrickson is. And we already, we already know that through the regular season and through the postseason, he's been – He's been killing it, but now we're about to find out, okay, you have a probably Hall of Famer, borderline Hall of Famer, and Andrew Whitworth, and you got to get to him to win the Super Bowl. This is it. This is the big money here. And so we're going to really find out, can Trey Henderson put on enough moves? Can he have enough gas in the tank where he can take on a Hall of Fame veteran like Andrew Whitworth? And you go back to when you said, like, I don't – he didn't – I don't think he Andrew Whitworth wanted to leave either because he didn't make it sound like it in the Bengals – Front office again. Uh, it's this huge transition of how this is how crazy and how big of a turnaround this is in two years. Mm-hmm. The Bengals let Wit walk. They did. No. They let him walk. They lowballed him, and they looked him dead in the face and said, "We don't think you can play football anymore." And that was a big, big miss. So well, now, let's, but let's do this way too. The the, the, yeah. the money that the Rams gave him, the I think the Bengals were trying to sign him. But the money the Rams gave him, the Bengals were not going to pay him. They were he was almost 40. You know, he was in, in his late late 30s. They we all know the Bengals just like it or not, they don't pay a lot of money for offensive linemen. I'm, I'm hoping that's one thing that will, will change here. They have paid a lot of money for other people in, in the, you know, the past two years. So I'm hoping this offensive line uh not paying them changes. So I don't know if it's necessarily that they they didn't think he was good enough. They didn't want to pay what the Rams paid him. That that's yeah. that's a good thing. And another thing too is, is uh Jim here says uh, Witt has also been injured uh, this year. Yeah, he he had some injuries. I'm not sure off the top of my head what they are. He's old. I mean, yeah. he's old. It just is what it is. I mean, playing at, playing at the high level that he does and at the elite level that he does, at the age that he does, he's got to be able to, you know, he's going to have to have a game off every, every now and then. And, and, you know, that's what you get when you sign a guy like, you know, you sign like An- Andrew Whitworth. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's still going to come out full, full on, ready to, ready to you know, beat some ass and you know trey henderson's got to find a way to get around him now i mean it's just uh, i lost my train of thought so i'm well i'll just jump on this real quick the the thing about trey henderson there there are times where he looks like an absolute freaking psycho on the field i think he just i literally think he just like blacks out zoom well he said yeah he says that he blacks out sometimes they say it happens in practice too like he just gets way too intense and that's a guy that you freaking love to have right i mean and if you if you if you watch the replay of the Kansas City game, I watched it. I don't know five or six or seven or ten times already. If you watch him and Sam Hubbard, they were done. They gave every single ounce of effort they had. And Trey Henderson, you, you got to watch out because he's had some back issues because because he did have to miss a couple, um, not drives but a couple plays on that last drive uh, that we they uh, end up. The one where they sacked uh, Mahomes, and they, had, they ended up getting the strip sack. He missed like one or two plays there because his back was seizing up. So that's another thing that we have to watch out for 
for Troy. Hopefully his back holds up this whole time because they're going to play a lot. I mean, with Larry Ogajobi yeah. out, you know, BJ, BJ Hill's got to play. So it's going to be the same, same way it's been the last two games. They're going to have to play a lot. But those just watching those guys give their full effort as much as they, they gave as much as they can. And that's where I think I guess my point is with Whip is Trey Henderson is younger. Mm. And I think he's just in a zone right now that you that defense ends love you strive to get into. This is the kind right. of year he's had. And I, I do think he's gonna make a difference in this in this team and, and or in this game. And it's like uh Quentin Spain said, he goes, look, he goes. As far as blocking there, he goes, it's our our five versus their four. He said, we just got to protect it, which he's right, which is, uh, yeah. Everybody's like, well, duh, of course you do. But that's what they just have to step up and protect. And they've done it for the most part. I mean, yes, we all know we had five or nine sacks at Tennessee. And there's a very good chance that we could have a lot of sacks against the Rams. But what I've said yesterday on my show is I really think going against Tennessee was a blueprint for going against the Rams. And uh, hopefully, yeah. Zach Taylor, because the front fours are very similar. I mean, Aaron Donald is a beast. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. a beast. But mm-hmm. they're very similar. So, since they've already played in in Tennessee, gave up nine sacks, I think there's a good chance that Zach has got a good game plan for getting around that. And, and if you notice, last week, they threw a lot of screens. More screens than they have, I think, all year. And they worked. I mean, Samar J. Piron's. Uh, screen pass was the first touchdown of the game. Mixing had a couple of really good screen runs. So I think they got some stuff that they're going to uh, mix in to, to help out the offensive line as, as well. Yeah, I think that this is going to be one of the most technological and and, and thought-provoking games of the year with two great minds, uh, you know, Zach Taylor versus Sean McVay, of how they're going to play against Aaron Donald. So mm-hmm. you mentioned, like, yeah, we're probably going to see a lot of screens. We're probably going to see a lot of stuff to alleviate the pressure. But now – the Rams defense is probably thinking exactly that. So how is Zach Taylor going to readjust back to when the screens don't work? What are you going to do when you have to go one-on-one with that defensive line? Now, I do think the Tennessee Titans defensive line is better than the Rams uh, in terms of a unit, but obviously the Rams have the best defensive lineman in the game right now. But I think as a unit, this Tennessee has got a better defensive line. So, you're going to find out how good this offensive line is blocking one-on-one. You're not going to see as many stunts. You're going to, you're going to see a lot of just bull rush and get at, you know just get after the quarterback from the uh, L.A. So it's going to be very interesting. I am interested to see if they're going to have Joe Mixon block more. They're going to have Samaj P. Ryan block more. Because Mixon is really pretty good at, at blocking the pass. And Samaj P. Ryan, every once in a while, well, man, maybe it's because he's out there to block more, but he does miss some assignments. So it's going to be interesting how they're going to block that and where they're going to put the running back on those passing situations. Exactly. Speaking of blocking, I just want to let Dennis here for some reason thinks that he's blocked on my show. Dennis, you're not blocked. You're, you're in the show. Just <laughs> so, so yeah, you're commenting. You're, you're unblocked buddy. So. Love you, Dennis. <laughs> so you, you, you are unblocked brother. Um. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is another good point, and this is one thing that I, I think is another uh, thing that we have in our pocket that Zach Taylor knows Sean McVay. I mean, they he were... also knows Matthew Stafford too. He coached up Matthew Stafford for a long time when where? uh he uh when he was in uh oh, shoot, where did Stafford go to college? He went to Georgia. That's right. Yeah, when he was in Georgia. Where, where is that? You you keep talking. You keep talking. Because right, uh, because uh, Zach I mean... Taylor was Matthew Stafford's coach for I believe at least four years. At Georgia, because Stanford, uh, uh, Zach coached at Texas A&M with his father-in-law. 
You keep talk. You keep talking. I'm looking this up. Okay, I'll, I'll keep talking. All right, let's go to Royal Flush Terry. Uh, we can't afford to have a lackluster first half and have to have explosive second half. Yeah, and that goes back to what Joe said earlier today. He said he wants to start quick, which obviously he does. And I agree with you, Terry. We we have to keep it close. I mean, because I, I got a feeling we are going to fall behind. We fall behind in every playoff game except the the, the Raiders game. We just can't go, fall that far behind because. Like I said, that play by Eli Apple that stopped Tyreek Hill from scoring at the end of the first half was huge. That kept us in the ballgame. If they score there, I don't know. You know, we're already down 18. I don't know if we come back. So that that the keeping it close is a big thing. And yes, if we could start off fast, that would be great. I don't know if that's going to happen per se because of oh, the Rams I got front it. four. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got it. By the way, speaking of which, it was it wasn't it wasn't um, Roy Flush Terry just brought it up. It wasn't Zach. It wasn't Zach Taylor. It was Brian Callahan who was the coach for Matthew Stafford when he was in Detroit. Oh, that was it. okay. That then was then, it. Yes, yes. So okay, there you go. So there that go. being said, we, mm-hmm. this coaching staff does have familiarity with each other, and that's why I think it's just going to be so. You know, if you're a fan of really good coaching and and, and just like you know how the game is being played and and the constant chess match that's going on, this is going to be a great game to watch. So, uh, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be something that I believe is going to be won within the headset. That's where that's where this yeah. game is going to be won. And yeah. you, again, both teams are both teams are great. I have no hate for the Rams. I think they're a great no. team. If, uh, well, if, I, I have a hard time, a hard time not hate, a hard time hating them when when Whitworth's on their team. You know, right? I, I right I exactly. You nail. And if they were going against any other AFC team, I would be cheering for the Rams. I would because I, I do want Andrew Whitworth to get into the Hall of Fame because he would definitely go in as a Bengal and. He would get a ring, and it's it's something he definitely deserves. Yeah, obviously. and I feel bad that we're going to keep him from that because we're getting that right. Ring. Yeah, I now, mean, right. Uh, it is a here said, and I agree with Ben. It, it, he said it could be 10 7 at halftime. I don't know if it'd be that low scoring, but it could be very, very close. Uh, I think at, at halftime, I think that has more merit than what a lot of uh national media and a lot of media is giving it credit for. I do think that there is a chance that this game is going to be very low scoring. Like we said, these are two very, very good defenses, and you know, like we said, we have seen. Uh, Joe Burrow and that offense gets stifled, and we've seen it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We've seen Matthew Stafford struggle. We've seen the Rams struggle on offense. There is, I believe that there is a lot of merit to this game going under and might even be significantly under. That's why I think just the chess matches between the coaches is going to well, be so I mean, important. Well, let's just go. Or hold on, let me get to, to Terry's point here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Eli Apple practiced against OBJ in New York with the Giants, which is, I, I said, yeah, I forgot about that. So, that, so, so Eli's got, uh, uh, time against uh, OBJ, so that's good too. Now, the thing is, what I was going to say is, you have to look at the the Rams versus the Buccaneers game. The Rams, they almost gave that damn near gave that game away. Yes, I they mean did. with the snap over over Stafford's head. I mean, I thought the Buccaneers were going to come back and get them. I really did. And that's mm-hmm. the thing with this Rams team that the Bengals don't do in this playoff run. They don't make mistakes. If no, they do. They're they very don't. minimal. I mean, they're not huge ones, and they don't pile on top of that the rams it's kind of like a snowball you mm-hmm. know they'll make a mistake they'll make another mistake and, they, and you know sometimes most time they get you know it under control and it, it hasn't hurt them yeah. but that's where i'm saying i think stanford can throw us the ball they're gonna have some issues i just I, I think our mindset our mentality of our players is stronger than theirs to be honest yeah and you look at you look at you talk about mistakes that have been made especially mistakes that have been made in the playoffs one of the things that the Bengals do and the Bengals defense do 
uh, the best, which I think it should be a, a stat, is limit disaster. Is that when we do have those turnovers like we had against Tennessee or we do have an interception thrown by Joe Burrow against Kansas City, which was definitely offsides, by the way. But the defense has been able to limit that disaster to either a field goal or to just keep them out completely. And they've been able to do that. And another, I mean, being able to limit disaster will win you football games in the NFL. It's what the Bengals have done all season. If you if you win the turnover battle, in which the Bengals have won the turnover battle in every playoff game, they've you're going to win. Yeah, yeah. so you're, you're 99 I don't know what the percentage is, but 95 97% of the time you're going to win. Now, this is, this is kind of interesting from Foxy. He said the Simpsons projected in 1999 that we beat the Rams 34-31, and they haven't been wrong yet. So, hey, man. Right. Hey, man. Hey, man. I like with the Simpsons. Go with the Simpsons <laughs> always. That, that is a life lesson right there. They, they predicted quite a bit. They predicted quite a bit. They predicted a presidency that's getting talked about in your comments, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Everybody, yeah, everybody's, we, you got a whole bunch of Trump, Trump people in here. That's cool. Yeah, you, you always get you always got to have politics, obviously. Uh, just, to I, make, I, just to make everything just yeah, so I, I don't, sink I don't, and everybody I don't, loves it. Yeah, I don't, Let's I don't, talk politics. No, you know? no, I don't, no, I don't discuss politics. Let's bring either. religion up next after no, that. No. Let's do that <laughs> next show. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. It's just football, okay? <laughs> All right, uh, I see here. Brandon says, yes, this will be a 24-20 type of game. I, yeah, and I, I've said this. I think it's going to come down to a, a, a field goal or a, a touchdown game. And, uh, again, we've had two of our three um, playoff wins come down to a shooter uh, field goal, and I would not be shocked if that happens again. And, again, we have the better field goal kicker. And I'll put this to as far as the offense go. Yes, they have Cooper Cup. Yes, they have OBJ. Great offense. We got a better. I think we got a better offensive weapons in general. Chase, yeah, I agree. Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, I, and the running back is good too as well. But I don't think they're the same as ours. Now their offensive line is better than ours, but I just think as a whole, and our quarterback is better. Obviously, yeah. I think we're, we, that's where we get them at. And our defense, and I got to give credit to Lou and Arumo, he always comes up with something. You know, they yeah. make second uh, halftime adjustments, and I know um, some people say it's not that big of a deal for half or second half adjustments but the thing is it's not it's not like they go into halftime and they all right screw that we're gonna compl- do something completely different it, it's not that it's they adjust a little bit here and there it's kind of like when they went from rushing four to rushing three and dropping everybody else back in the second half and they completely frustrated and confused Patrick Mahomes those are the things that Lou has done so mm-hmm. that's where I'm like this team is really good at at halftime adjustments too so I don't know I just think we got the edge in a lot more things that people are giving us credit for you take away the top part of each unit on the Rams offense and you compare it to the Bengals offense and you take away the top part of each unit, you still look at you're probably going to decide with the Bengals in terms of how in terms of who's better. You know, you okay, so let's take away Cooper Cup and let's take away Jamar Chase. Let's take away those two things. So then you got OBJ versus T. Higgins. Personally, I'm going T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins is stronger. I think maybe not he's not as fast, maybe doesn't have that big a playmaking ability. But we talk about just being able to get the yards when you need it. And that's mm-hmm. where T. Higgins comes into play. Then you get Tyler Boyd, same thing. And I want to go into what Bridget and Greg Graves just said. Because I I've been having this thought before. This one? That one right there. So they said shooter will win it for us and be the MVP. I'm making a hot take. Mm, no. I think I think if and now I'm about, you know, it, this is pretty hot. I would not be surprised if Evan McPherson wins the Super Bowl MVP. That is, uh, you can uh, get him never, at, I mean, I would. It's I would never happened. Out, if, if, if Adam Vinatieri 
can't win it and he won it, won it. I, I don't know. Listen, I, I li- be, listen, listen to me. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. We've seen this offense, this Bengals offense, get to the red zone and struggle. One of the things that they can do is to continually kick those field goals. If Evan McPherson yet again goes in and kicks four or five field goals and then eventually kicks a game winner, it's going to be hard for everybody that's deciding who the MVP of the game is and not give it to the guy that scored the most freaking points. Right. So I, I and you can get it at amazing odds. I'm sure you can get it at like, you know, probably a couple, oh, dude, couple you, thousand, you can make all kinds of couple, different bets. On a couple thousand. One. You probably yeah. get that a couple thousand one. And right. so I, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw a little bit of money on it. I I'm do like, think Evan McPherson could win the, at, at, win the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Now I don't get the Dennis's comment here. He said, I think it's going to come down to which quarterback, uh, makes the the least amount of mistakes, and uh, exactly. And my money yeah. is on Jackpot Joey Burrow because Matthew Stafford has made mistakes in this playoff run already. We already discussed the 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 lame ducks he's thrown that should have been picked off by the yep. Sucky Niners. And I I think this ball hawking secondary he throws that up the way Jesse Bates is playing, Von Bell and Cheetah Bay and Eli Apple. They're at least going to knock them down or they're going to catch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very it's very interesting. To, I'm one of the things that I'm I'm finding very interesting because I'm reading your comments here. I'm getting told to shut my mouth, which is which I understand. I get it. Trust me, I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> five touchdowns, Samuels throwing it out, baby. I love I love it. I would love that. Trust me, I would. I just don't think it's going to happen. But I think this is going to be a game where. Again, it's going to come down to the kicking game, and it's going to come down to who's going to make the least amount of mistakes. And, and like you said. Joe Burrow has made the least amount of mistakes out of anybody in the playoffs. And that's why when you listen to Colin, as you call him cowhead, even though I I like Colin Coward because I feel like he speaks more truth than people give him credit for. But that being said, that's why he would pick Joe Burrow to be the MVP over Aaron Rodgers, who's probably going to win it. Because when it comes down to it in the most important games, Joe Burrow doesn't make a mistake. He doesn't. He's perfect. And even again, on days where he's getting sacked nine times, He's still leading that game. Well, that's the thing. He's smart with the ball. He's taking the sacks. He'd rather take the sack. Go, all right. And he gets right back up and says, all right, that's cool. We'll get you We'll get you this next snap, or I'll get you the next time I get the ball, you know. Yep. So, yeah, that, that, that's where I'm, I'm – I think he's been a lot smarter in the second half with taking the sacks instead of – you know, he's not I – mean, yes, I would like him to throw the ball away and not lose the yardage. I hope he could, sure. he could do that. But, I, you know, I, I, that's where I think he's been extremely smart. And Rob here says – uh, which could be. He said, how about Trey Henderson with five sacks for the MVP? Mm. Like I said, honestly, I don't really care who wins the MVP as long as my team wins the freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, something that I feel like nobody's really talking about is the significant talent difference between the AFC and the NFC. And I feel like not that's, all, that's oh, yeah. not really getting mentioned that much. No, it's, the well, Rams, like I said, the Rams are great. Yeah, right. The, the Rams are, the are great are ridiculous. Ahead, yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're right. You're right. The, the quarterbacks in the AFC are ridiculous, and the teams in the AFC are ridiculous. And But you look at the NFC, I mean, you had the Rams and the 49ers, who I know beat the Bengals in the regular season. Let's, let's hold on to that. But the Niners had one guy. They had Debo You mean Sam. the Chargers and the 49 not the Rams. Chargers and 49ers. You said no. The Rams. No. I'm not, no, I'm not. The Rams and the Niners were in the NFC Championship game. Oh, I thought you said they beat the Bengals. Never mind. Sorry. The, the Niners did beat the Bengals. Yeah, I thought you meant the Rams did. Never mind. Keep going. Never mind. Are you done, Jeff? Are you, are you done? This, you're what, done? this okay. what happens when I read comments and I have to pay attention to what you're saying. Go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, but you look at you look at where the NFC, you know, where the path that the Rams had to take and the path mm-hmm. that the Bengals had to take. 
arguably way, I mean, definitely debatable. The Bengals' path was far harder, far worse, and they showed up brighter than they than the Rams did. And we talked about they almost blew it against Tampa, an right. old Tampa team. I mean, the Rams won against the the Cardinals, who I'm sorry, look like an old Bengals team that went to the you know you know five straight playoffs. They they weren't even ready to play. So yeah, they blew them out. Then they played the Buccaneers, and then they played the Sucky Niners, which I, honestly, I mean, if I, we played. I guarantee you, if it was the 49ers and the Bengals, we would be favored in that Super Bowl. I guarantee yeah. you that. Oh, you know? yeah, probably, yeah, probably about three and a half. I would yeah. say that's probably where we're looking at that line. You brought the Cardinals. I have a take that I feel like nobody's going to like. And I think it gets tossed around a lot. And when we talk about AJ Green, and mm-hmm. I see a lot of guys, a lot of people on social media talk about how great AJ Green was. And he was. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he wasn't. Mm-hmm. However, He's not even close to where Chad Johnson or, or Jamar Chase will be. He's not even close. I, I, he's never been able to be on the field. He, he never showed up in, in bright lights. He, you know, he was on it. Yeah, he was on teams that weren't as great, and he had Andy Dalton throw it to him. I get that. But what do great players do? They elevate everybody else around them. That's why right. Joe Burrow has elevated this team. A.J. Green didn't do that. And so I feel like A.J. Green's time in Cincinnati – is way over romanticized. And I think we need to stop looking at comparing Jamar Chase to AJ Green or comparing T. Higgins to AJ Green. Because I personally think I think both Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are better than AJ Green ever will ever was. I think they will be ever was. I I personally that, well, I, th- I think I think Jamar Chase is going to be and I'm not the only one that said this. Chris Collins said this. Tim McGee. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, he's going to be the best. He is already, I think, the best is. wide receiver in, in Bengals history. I mean, and that includes Isaac Curtis, who sh- should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I and, and T. Higgins, yeah, I think those two are going, if we can keep both of them, they're going to be the best tandem. They, they have a chance to be the best tandem in football history. I mean, Samuel said on, on here before, I, you know, I've compared Jamar Chase to uh, Jerry Rice, and he says T. Higgins is a lot like Megatron. I'm like, that's. To me, that's a great comparison. That's accurate. So yeah, well, we got, it's accurate. Right. We got both yeah. of them on one team. That's ridiculous, dude. I mean, so mm-hmm. yes, I, I I agree with you. And and AJ Green and and, and AJ Green it showed up in in the playoff game against the Cardinals. And I love AJ Green. Again, I'm not trying to bag on him, but I, I kind of agree with what you said. He doesn't show up in big time plays. No, but he 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 shrinks. And that's mm-hmm. what is so cool about this team that we have now. They don't shrink. They don't They're shrink. there. For the drama, they're there for for all the bulletin board materials. They're there for everything. None of that bothers them. Yeah. Uh, Rob here says, "Let me get in fifteen years when it's all said and done for Burrow, he will be the goat." Conversation in a large part because of the QBs, he will dominate the AFC. I, I agree with him. I, I really do think. And and I, my and I was saying this last year, and you can ask my my in laws if you ever meet any of my in laws and my wife that when we were down in Florida watching. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year, which we were at their house. I didn't go to the game. Yep. I kept telling them, I said, look, I'm telling you, Joe Burrow is going to be the next GOAT. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, wait, Joe, Joe Burrow, has, he's got an injury. He hasn't even done anything. I was like, I, look, look, I'm like, I'm serious. This kid is that good. I mean, he's, Peyton Manning's even said this, that, that Joe Burrow is farther ahead as far as his recognizing defenses and where to go to ball, where to go with the ball in the second year that Peyton was in his second year. Yeah. Tom Brady said the same thing when he was on the Let's Go podcast or when uh, Jackpot was on the Let's Go podcast. Yeah, Those are two. One's already in the Hall of Fame. We know uh, Tom Brady's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Those guys are already saying that Jackpot is ahead of them mm-hmm. when they're the same age. I mean, 
this kid's going to be good. He's already yeah. good. And he's just scratched the surface. Yeah, it, just looking at national media, and there's there is a narrative already that the chase is the burrow. This the chase for Brady's seven, and they talked about it. They said if Burrow's going to do it, they can. He he's going to start it this year. This is where start he's right going to start. Exactly. Is this year and right now, and this is where Brady won his first Super Bowl. So they're already calling for Burrow to be the one out of a class of quarterbacks that is incredible is incredible like something we have never seen before in the game of football and everyone wants to compare the quarterbacks of this class to the last class this class it's not even a comparison this class is far better than those quarterbacks ever were they're already talking about joe burrow being the one to chase brady and make it and and, and Which, i guess it makes, it, take seven it rings. It, i mean if it makes it i have no idea but I, mean, I think there's a very good chance. I have an idea. We're, get, we're getting at least four. I, I really do think that. If, if everybody stays healthy, uh, you know, and, and we don't have any major injuries with anybody, I, I think we're getting at least four. And four, like Josh, four used to be the standard. If you got four, you know, you were all, that was unbelievable. You know, nobody had more than four. Tom Brady's got seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I read a stat the other day that, that he was in the AFC Championship game, I think, 10 or 12 out of his 22 years he played. <laughs> <laughs> or 20 years he played in the AFC. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. if the Bengals could go on a run like that, that'll be unfreaking believable. And yeah, and yeah. with the, the the power that the, the the talent that they have on this team, and you have Joe Burrow, I think there's a shot if they get there. I have no idea. I mean, it, it's that's a big a big get, but yeah, I, right. we got a shot. And if he wins it this year, excuse me, when he wins it this year, when everybody's gonna be talking about that. And yeah. the thing is, too, Josh. I don't think that's going to bother Joe, mm. you know, because for me, like, I think, you know, we all want Joe to get into these commercials and do all. No, we don't. Stuff. No, we don't. don't no, know. we all don't. Right. A lot of people do. I don't think Joe's going to do that. I don't think that's his mentality. I don't think he cares. I think he's more about football. I think he's more coach than Tom science. Brady about, about football. And he might do some here and there, but he's never going to be a, a big commercial guy. He's more about getting better, getting his team better, getting, getting Super Bowl wins, getting those rings. And, once he gets a taste of it, you know, they're going to keep doing it. I mean, he's been known for a legendary ping pong player down there at LSU. I mm -hmm. mean, he the, the guy competes all the time. He competes in video games with his friends. That's what uh, Jimmy Burrow was saying on Ace and Zim's show the other day. He's always competing. When yeah. you have guys like that who always compete and most time win and one of them's your quarterback and he's probably the best young quarterback in football right now, yeah. that's pretty damn good. Yeah. It, it is pretty good. Now, uh, uh, real quick, I, I, I just saw two comments, and I just want to address them real quick. It's about the A.J. Green mm -hmm. uh, thing. Can you put up Brandon Hudair 8-5s where he says, get yep. So uh, Brandon says, get where you are coming from, Josh, but it's hard for a receiver to elevate everyone else. Totally fair, and it's that's 100% accurate. That is correct. However, he can't elevate if he's on the sideline. A.J. Green will – not be in games. He missed an entire 2019 season. He was the definition, the definition of injury prone. And he couldn't be, he couldn't be out on the field. And the best ability is availability. And he just was not there. Uh so so that's the brand. So again, but that that's fair. That is hundred percent fair. All right. So then can you go to Rob Duncan's comment where he says we can bash Palmer? Okay, perfect. Go. So Rob says uh we can bash Palmer all we want, but uh he was pretty much twice the quarterback Andy Dalton was. Now a lot of people want to you know, trash Dalton and look there there's some there's a lot of times where Dalton was you know not good and sometimes downright abysmal. 
But if you remember to let's remember back here, Andy Dalton took a team that limped into the playoffs twice. And, you know, he had a year, a five year stretch where they did take, he did take the playoffs and you go to 2015. If he doesn't break his hand against the Steelers, he was having, I don't know if you remember an yes, MVP, MVP year. year. Yes, he I've was, he was in yep. the conversation for MVP. So the idea that Dalton was this horrible quarterback and AJ green didn't have anybody throwing it to him. It's just not true. Personally. Now yeah. I, I, Palmer was better. I will say that Palmer was better, but I well, will, about Palmer, I will say, yeah, I'll say, I said this on my show a couple of times and people, and AJ did, green did quit. Rob, you are correct on that. AJ did quit. He did. Where's that? Sorry. Man? He did. He quit. He quit on his team. Sorry. All right, please go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. I was gonna, you're way ahead of me. Oh, there it is. You're right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're good. Right. You're good. But one thing I'll say about, about Carson, too, is people people always get on him uh, about the, the, the later years and, and how he wasn't as accurate. Everybody's like, yeah, he was never the same after he got his knee injury, which I don't believe. I, I, I It wasn't his knee injury. It was when he hurt his shoulder in Cleveland. Mm. I think yeah. he opted to not get surgery, and he rehabbed it. And that's where I think that he lost his, his accuracy and stuff. Because, I mean, look, there were times – when Palmer was was going, that you know, people are saying he's you know they're talking to him about him the same way we're talking about Joe Burrow, you know. So I mean, it it, it were times where and nobody ever talked about Andy like that. And and I do think Andy gets a bad rap. I do think like 2015 team if he mm. sees if he doesn't break his thumb, which if he doesn't throw a damn interception, <laughs> he doesn't break his thumb. Yeah. But you know, yep, yep, no, I, yeah, I, you, you're right. You're hundred percent right. And, yeah, but, I'm an Andy, yeah, I'm an Andy right. fan. I was always Andy one fan. that had, had his had his back because my 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 thing with Andy Dalton was, okay, you guys don't want him. Great, who you're gonna get? You know, and like mm-hmm. and everybody said, well, we got Joe, Joe Burrow. I'm like, yeah, we had to suck for <laughs> three years to, suck for a while. to get the number one pick, you, it, and we it, almost we, didn't freaking get it when we went oh, to overtime with I the know. damn Dolphins. I know, I know. I know. How does that, that happen? Dude, that was the only time Outside I kick? ever. I have ever rooted against the Bengals. I, I dude, I thought that game. I was down in Florida. Uh, I was watching the game at B Dubs with my father in law, and I thought the game was over. I'm like, all right, we'll go pay the bill. I went to use the bathroom, whatever. And I came back, and I'm like, where'd you go? And he's like, come here. And he's standing there by the TV. He's like, this onside kicked it. They might win this. I'm like, who? He goes, the Bengals. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't want to. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I want to get Joe Burrow, please. I'm like, oh, when they when when they end up losing, I'm like. Oh, thank God. I said, I'll never really get you guys again, but this is huge to get Joe Burrow. Like, you have, I'm like, oh, man. And everybody's like, was making fun of me. Like, why are you freaking out, out about this guy, Joe Burrow? I'm like, have you seen him play? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, my, I, my buddy Billy, he's been on the show. Well, he went on the show like a couple of years ago. He doesn't go on anymore, but he was there when I watched the Alabama game and I started going, dude, we got to get that guy. That's mm-hmm. who we, that's what I think the Bengals were losing. I said, I want to lose the rest of the games. I want to get, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And look what's happened. I mean, you get that quarterback. You have that toy. You had that elite passer. You had that guy, jackpot, ice water in his veins. You mm-hmm. have the Joe Montana, the Tom Brady. You can win a lot of Super Bowls. You can win more than one. I Hey, Ice, do I have a, a time for one more question for you? Yeah, go ahead. What's up? Okay, so I, 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 got, I got one more question for you because, I mean, we could talk about because, I mean, obviously, one of the biggest things this year was the Ring of Honor. And that's something that, again, like, through all the success, it kind of got buried a little bit because it happened early in the season. Anyway, right. mm-hmm. um, you look at the offense, you, you can pretty much guess who has the best chance to oh, yeah. go right to, now, be, yeah. to, be on, to be on the Ring of Honor. It's pretty mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Who on this defensive team right now could you see being on the Ring of Honor? 
Ooh. Well, um, who has a chance? I would. Who say. has a chance to a be? Chance to be on there. I who mean, would be, you say out of everybody? You would say there's going to be one player in this team for, that's going into the ring of on this defensive staff on the is going on the ring of honor. Who would you say it would be? They're ooh, giving you this see. power. I don't know who uh, would give this power. I would have. See, there's three. This is why I can't look at the comments. <laughs> like, there's three guys that I would say, and this is where I have a hard time. Decide. I'm not one, saying would, three. I'm saying one. I know. Give I, me I'll, one. Just, I'll give you my three, and I'll pick. I'll pick one out of three. C- comments. You go ahead and say yours. Is this current defense? No, it's this current defense. Current, team. current defense. It, it is this I mean, team here. That's this team here. This, this year's team. I would say right now, you got to say Sam Hubbard, uh, okay. uh, Trey Trey Henderson, and and Jesse Bates. Well, those would be the three that those I would I would say. You know, but out of those three, depending on if they keep. Going as as the direction they went this year, as far as big numbers go and and Pro Bowls and stuff like that, I would say as of right now, I would think Trey Henderson just because of the sacks and the pressures and the numbers and, and the num the numbers. But I think personally, all three of them have a chance to be in there. Yeah. But as far as because it's a, it's a numbers driven thing, you know, I mean, yeah, it is. talks about numbers and 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 all that stuff. So as far as that goes, that's who I would say right now. I mean, I, right know, now. I'm, and we got long a long time before that happens. Mm-hmm. I got a sleeper pick. I, I'm going to say Logan Wilson. I, I, I think Logan Wilson. Yeah, I think I think one. out of everyone wants to talk about how Joe Burrow was the biggest Pro Bowl snub, and he was oh, the, the the biggest snow Pro Bowl snub. I would say for the for the um, the at, at the defensive side is definitely got to be Logan Wilson. If he doesn't well, if, get if injured, he didn't get injured, he's having one of he's having one of the best career or best uh, single seasons that a Bengals linebacker has ever had. And if he, he's, if he did not get injured, he would have mm-hmm. been in there. I think that, yeah. that's my opinion. I, I and really he doesn't do. have the sexy plays, but he has the plays that matter the most. So he's intercepted the ball. How many freaking times? I mean, he missed mm-hmm. how many, how many games he missed two, three. I, yeah. Know. He had five interceptions. He was leading the NFL in interceptions. The, the, the middle linebacker for the yes. Cincinnati Bengals was right. leading the league in interceptions. I believe through like week seven. Yes. You're, yeah. I think you're right. That's mm-hmm. the thing is if he didn't get injured, that's I what I would say. Yeah, if he didn't get injured, I, I definitely think he would make it. And yeah, that that's not a bad one either. I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many guys. I mean, it's such a. I mean, we're we're talking 20 years down the road. Yeah, you, you know, can make so an argument for pretty much everybody on the team. You really yeah. could. Yeah. So I mean, like DJ Reader. Some people are saying DJ Reader in here, and I I think DJ Reader. The thing with him is, I don't know. Well, see, he could. The thing is, once the Bengals start winning more consistently. Like they're going to, the year we're to going year. to get more yeah. more players in the Pro Bowl. You know, it's it's just going to happen. It's just the way it goes. The the better teams get the more 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 Pro Bowlers, so they're they're going to get more recognition. So I think that's that's where that'll ha- happen too. Where, where you get the Pro Bowls, you get the recognition. You know, you, you get the all oh, that you look was that dude. You know, from other teams, that dude's a baller. You know, DJ mm-hmm. Reader, that guy's a baller. That's where he'll come out as as uh, as as Ring of Honor players. And, mm-hmm. and what you need is that is I think it's going to lead to more. Hall of Fame players, mm-hmm. at least for this team. Now, hopefully, now how cool would this be, Josh? Okay, this is what I'm hoping. Now, I think tomorrow night they're doing the NFL Honors show where they do all the awards and everything. And I keep seeing it on the commercial that they announced the last year's Hall of Fame uh, members. I'm hoping they do that this year. And to me, it just seems like Willie Anderson is getting in this year. I, I really, I believe that in my heart. I mean, I thought I Ken Rowley or Ken Anderson were going to get into. That didn't happen, which was a complete sham. But just with 
everything's gone for the Bengals this year. It's been the Bengals year. You know, we're in the Super Bowl. Willie Anderson should already be in the Hall of Fame. I think there's a really good chance that we're going to hear his name. And I hope it comes out on the NFL Honors. I'm not sure if that's what they do. I thought they did it the night before the Super Bowl, but that's coming out Thursday night, so I don't know. But what, what's your thoughts? What, what do you think your chances are of uh, Willie getting in this year? I I think I think it's it's a it's a sham that he's not already in six giving up sixteen sacks in fourteen years of playing uh, again on on a team that mm-hmm. as bad as the Bengals was for most of his career yeah <laughs> I mean that's 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 a hall I mean what what else what else do you need what, honestly what else do you need and I think this would be a perfect year to do it this right. is a perfect year to do yes it. so I I think I, I think Willie's um ability to get into the Hall of Fame is going to be very, very, very good. And it's a very good chance we're going to be announcing him as the next Ring of Honor uh, inductee next year. Absolutely, absolutely. And and that's the thing. And NFL, it's a business. We all know it's a business. They like stories. It's a business. It's a business. But they like stories. They they like, you know, teams that are on the the comeuppance, you know, that they can promote and make money with. So putting one of the one of their legends in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, being the second member of the Hall of Fame, will be a great story and money maker mm-hmm. for the NFL. Because, dude, if Willie gets in there, I'm going to the Hall of Fame. I'm going to yeah. watch that. And there are uh, so many Bengals fans there. You want to talk about Bengals fans? How about how about just the jungle to the hall that 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 Jim yeah, and, and yeah. Tony and, and a, a bunch of our 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 lovely Bengals Twitter people already did? I got to tell you that that didn't do nothing. It, it nothing. really didn't do nothing. No, uh, it got the to, word out to there. Make some noise about it. And again, it, this goes back to all the way, and you tie it up so nicely with the boat, Jeff. It, that's why I love you so much. But you tie it up so nicely with the boat, it brings it all the way back to how great this community really is and how, how much we do support this team and how much we love this team and how much we support each other. That so much, I mean, have you ever heard of another? Now, I, I, it is fair that you know we are in Ohio. It's four, it's four hours for us. Yeah. But, but, have you ever heard of another team really doing anything like that, holding kind of like a protest outside of the Hall right. of Fame because right. our players aren't getting in? Yeah. Who would have? I, well, mean, I mean, that's amazing. It's, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, we only got one. <laughs> I mean, we only got one. I mean, one. Isaac Curtis should be in. Uh, Lamar Paris should Ken be Riley. in. Ken Riley. Ken Riley should be it's in. Easy Ken one. Anderson yeah. should be in. I could go on and on and on. These guys should be in. It's ridiculous. I mean, they're, and they're, unfortunately, they're not all going to get in. I mean, I, I Isaac Curtis is an absolute joke. Why he that he's not in? They literally changed the rules in the NFL because guys could not cover him. Yeah, they literally changed it. I mean, hell, Chad, Chad, Chad should be in too. I mean, the numbers don't lie. He's got a ring. There's no other reason. There's no reason why he shouldn't be there. And exactly. you would talk about guys that have changed the game, right? You you, you talked about it. Isaac Curtis. Yeah. They, they had to change the game. Chad Johnson. They he changed the game. He made the Bengals cool again. That's yeah. what he did. So I mean, there's it's a sham that we only have one one player. And, and like I said, I think I think with the becoming a a winning organization and going, be, always being in the playoff mix for the next, at least next five to ten years, I think is going to change that. I my agree. opinion, but yeah, it all starts this Sunday when Sunday. the Bengals beat the Rams. I cannot freaking wait. This has been the longest damn week of my life. Let's go. <laughs> we got four Let's days. Go, man. Let's go. We're playing in the freaking Super Bowl. Oh my god. I'm I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be able to sleep Saturday night. It's it's gonna be ridiculous. I cannot I cannot wait till Sunday. I can't wait to come back or when they come back, I'll be down there at Paul Brown Stadium cheering them on, welcoming them back, win, lose, or draw. But I think we're gonna win this. Josh, tell everybody about your podcast, your articles, and all that stuff. 
Hey, everybody, what's going on? So obviously, if you listen to Jeff, you've probably heard me a couple of times. But if you have not, welcome to the back row. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Back Row Bengals. You can go find my podcast, the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals Show, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. You can also find my YouTube channel, which is also the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals Show. Um, really appreciate that. We're really trying to build up that YouTube up a little bit because that's where we can get our comments and that's where we can get really, really good engagement. And I'm able to see your comments uh, during live podcasts. So uh, I would love to do that. Yeah. Kind of like we do here. Right. Exactly. So (laughs) go, because I I see you guys watching my Twitter. I mean, I get great Twitter numbers, but I mean, come on, where's the downloads? Where's the engagement? Come on. (laughs) Anyway. uh, But anyway, you can find me there. And then also I'm going to start doing this. It's, it's, it's probably a little too late. I, I tried to do it last night. Uh, oh, yeah. it didn't quite work. I'm going to I'm going to try to I'll go to sleep. I don't even know how to do it still. Yeah, but. right. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to try to start doing more Twitter spaces. It, those look like fun and they look like I get a good chance to talk to all you guys. So I, I think I'm going to try to start doing that more. Now, I tried to do it last night and I, I went through and I thought like when you invited somebody, it meant that they can join and that was it. But instead, I ended up DMing like 15 people at 1130 at night. And like, you know, because they all have like normal jobs and stuff. So like, well, I'm I don't like have a normal job, but I was already asleep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was already out. I'm like sitting there back of my phone. I'm like literally in my bed. I'm like, how am I going to do this? And then Jungle <laughs> Journal was on for like 30 seconds, didn't speak, and then just left. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do this tonight. I'm done. I'm going to bed. That's <laughs> like, it. I'm done. Anyway, but anyway, that's where you can find me, Jeff. Man, it's always a pleasure to uh, talk to you. And I can't wait to talk to you after the season. Absolutely, brother. Who day? Rudy! Kick me off. I'm trying to kick you off. I got too many things on my screen. There you go. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Go check out Josh. He does it on fansaturday.com. See, the cool thing is I got all this stuff on my screen right now. Josh usually does something weird, but I can't see him because it's down below. So you can keep doing whatever you're doing, Josh. I can't see you. <laughs> but check him out. Uh, his podcast, Back Row Bengals. He writes articles. It's on there, and then he writes articles uh, uh, through uh, um, whatever he said it was. Oh, Hype Stripe. That's what it is. Anyway, um, so, uh, Dennis, I know a couple people asked me about Jeremy. And I talked – I didn't talk. I'm messaging his dad to see how he's doing. And let me read – because he had surgery today. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, He had surgery today. Uh, and uh, this is from uh, from his dad. He said, great. Uh, he has a drain tube in his back. But other than that, great. So, Jeremy seems like he's uh, the surgery went well. He's doing good. So, uh, just keep the thoughts and prayers out there for Jeremy D, my boy. Um, and hopefully he will uh, recover from this back surgery and get back uh, to normal life. I know I, was talk- I actually got talked to him the other day on the phone. And he was worried that he'd still be in the hospital. During the Super Bowl, which I think there's a very good chance he's going to be because he just had surgery today and the Super Bowl is Sunday. But that's going to suck if he watches it at home. But anyway. Oh, oh Josh wants me to come back on. What do you want? I what forgot. Want? I, I forgot. I, I forgot I write blogs, too. So, yeah, it's a fan dot com. It is the uh, <laughs> it's the Bengals side, the stripe hype dot com side, which Jeff got. 
freaking wrong. Of course he did. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, yeah, he says he reads my stuff. Yeah, I do. I read it. I I read it. I don't know where it's on. Sham that is everywhere. Sham that is. No, you know, you get you get Twitter stuff. Oh, Josh, I get cool. And I just start reading the article. I don't know where it's from. All right, all right, all right. I appreciate that. Anyway, there should be there should be a new uh, there should be a new blog coming out before the Super Bowl starts. All right, now you can get me off. Get out of here. (laughs) So anyway. Uh, Jeremy, like I said, seems to be doing pretty good. So, anyway, um, again, tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Friday, uh, if you guys uh, can watch CBS Sports Network, uh, Boomer Size and Gia will be wearing their Jackpot Joey stuff, which is really cool. They are, they are down with the Jackpot Joey stuff. I know Matty is, <laughs> supplies are limited. He is uh, trying like crazy to get more shirts and hats and stuff in. Uh, so, if you guys have ordered stuff, it's coming. He will get it to you as fast as he can. But like I said, sl- supplies are limited right now. It's a one-man operation. I think I'm going to go down and help him pack some stuff up next week. But make sure you guys check it out at jackpotjoey9.com. All the proceeds, or excuse me, portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. And then, like I said, check out my man, uh, Zim. Uh, I put his uh, website in the uh, comments at the top, at the top of the uh, comments here the chat, on the chat crew. Check him out. He's got the... Uh, a whole lot of orange. You got the baby burrows, a whole bunch of cool stuff there. Check his stuff out too. So trying to help my man out. He helped me out by asking Jimmy Burrow which one he likes better. And Jimmy Burrow likes uh, Jackpot Joey. So that is awesome. Anyway, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Who Day Nation, Who Day Legion, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, Bearcat Country, Bearcat Ruckus. Hey, Ohio State Buck Nuts, the Ice Cave. I keep saying Ice Cave. The Ice Bar. I didn't even mess up my own Facebook group. The Ice Bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice. All on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle, like I said, it's at, it's at Jeff A. Trenable. I'm over 2,000 followers, which is unbelievable. That is awesome. If you're watching on Twitter or you're watching on Facebook and you haven't su- subscribed to my channel, Please subscribe subscribe to my channel. Help me out. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notification. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. And it just helps me out. You can still watch it on Twitter. Just subscribe there. (coughs) Excuse me. This dry air is killing me. Now, if you are a podcast person, I will be putting... Pulling the sound off later on, put it on the podcast. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. Leave a comment so more Bengals and Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Again, YouTubers, like I said, I'm at 1,490. I would love to get to 2,000. That's why it's killing me. I got so many people following me on Twitter. I'm like, that's awesome. Go subscribe to the channel. That'd be great. I'd appreciate it. Tell your friends, say neighbors about sports with strawberry ice. And other than that, as my boy who is mending in the hospital, Jeremy D likes to say, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Hootay, keep Jeremy in your thoughts and prayers. He's going to get through this. I know he is. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!
in the day, black in the night. Stripes in our veins, sparks gonna fly. The beast is awake, orange, black and white. Cause when the jungle come alive, who day we ignite in us. Cincinnati, we gon' rise in us. In the jungle, we unite in us. Drippin' orange and black and white.